Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we're talking about resolutions, we'll be talking about why the new year is intense and sucks a lot of the time, as well as whether or not resolutions work and what you can do from a psychological perspective to make them more effectively. Hey all acquaintance, (laughs) be forgot. We got some clinkety clankety drinks today. Yeah, we're not doing Jai January. That wasn't on the New Year's resolution. (laughs) That's not a resolution. There's tequila in my drink. It's the opposite. We've actually invented a little game where we've, none of us, neither of us, none of us, neither (laughs) of us have any sort of like mixology experience. And we were like one night just realized we should just experiment and like play around with drinks. So we've started to like make little fun drinks. And some of them are nasty. (laughs) Like some of them it's like, Oh, wow. Like, whenever someone's a bartender and they give me a drink, I'm like, oh, Craig did cool. air quotes, so oh, shots fired. Yeah, it's like, oh, you <laughs> bartender. Mixed, like, two sugary drinks, and now, like, I'm tipping you. Like, was that really that hard? Now I'm like, wow, you are super skilled. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. Yeah. And like, we love you, actually, They're the bartenders. chefs of the bar. Bartender. <laughs> um, yeah, new year. Uh, still locked down. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. But, uh, yeah, I would say... Don't have resolutions this year where I always have them. I have some light ones, but I'll, I'll save them for that part of the pod. Like, what else is going on in life? I guess that is what's going on in life. Well, it's... me and Mitch, have, we have, like, this, like, new sort of workspace. So we spend the week apart. So now I'm seeing mm-hmm. you with, like, new, new glasses eyes. on. <laughs> I'm like, it's my boyfriend. I'm seeing him for the first time in a freaking week. Like, hey, God. Yeah, it's a nice little, like, live workspace. So I did stay there during the week. And... But I've never lived alone. I'm so lonely. Yeah, I've it's never crazy. lived alone either. Isn't that sad? It's not sad, but it's. I am kind of like, it's nice to have that experience. Roommates, I've always had roommates, always had family. family. Even for me, like most of my life before the age of 20, I had a literal bedroom mate, which was a brother. And then in <laughs> university, I had like yeah, a Nigel. Roommate. Shout out Nigel. Oh my God. Where did Nigel go? My wow. roommate was my close friend in first year university and then like haven't seen him in 10 years. University, years. <laughs> university roommates, RIP that concept to all of you going through COVID in university. Honestly, drop out. Like just like. Don't say, oh, okay, COVID uh, university. No, but I'm sorry. Like I know that I'm like science that drop out of university right now you should not be paying full price it is unfair enroll again when this is all uh you know cleared up i don't know know what i'm talking about but it bothers me that universities aren't giving a discount i just realized in less than a month our 15 year anniversary is coming up wow (laughs) i only just realized because i was like how long ago did i know nigel oh my god imagine he listens to this and he's we're just like talking about him that's so weird hey nigel (laughs) always had a real buff body before that was even in i know because like buff bodies are in, but at the time I remember I was a skinny little American Twinkie. apparel twink. Although I, like, I saw would someone want muscles? okay, but I did see a tweet that it was like Timothy Chalamet and Pete Davidson, mm. like the hottest guys in Hollywood, and it's True. like, why are you trying to get buff? No, I always think that I'm like I'm like you have to look like a weird like sick author. That's what like girls <laughs> that's actually what they want, want now. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's like we don't. Honestly, not, when I like, see... I think Timothy Chalamet is so cute. T- Pete Davidson's not my No, type. he is not. And but also, maybe it's like the energy. Like, it's, yeah, too, it's, it's like, too, like, angry masculine. Whereas Timothy yeah. Chalamet, I'm like, okay, well, he's, like, nice. And everyone's like, I like a funny guy. I'm like, would be cool if Pete Davidson was funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, but no. he's actually Shots not. He plays himself fired. on SNL and, like, goes on Weekend Update. Like, he's, to me, and his, and his um, stand-up, in my opinion, is not my cup of tea. 
It's okay. sniper. She's mean British vibes. all of a sudden. Thought you drank coffee. Well, I, like, hopefully, I'm sorry, everyone out there. Like, you don't. He could be off. listening too. There's lots of Pete Davidson fans, but I'm also like Machine Gun Kelly, Pete Davidson. This whole thing, it's embarrassing. Sorry, I people. I don't know what that is. Imagine you just thought I was talking about machine guns. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Machine Gun Kelly, take me, take a get thing and fuck it all up in one night. <laughs> is he guy. like in that band? <laughs> He's like <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly is Avril Lavigne now. But okay. because of misogyny, he doesn't get made fun of and people just like love him and he's dating Megan Fox. He's super famous. He makes really cringy, way worse music than Avril Lavigne, but it sounds the same and everyone loves it. And he has like a pink guitar and he's like, and like, like kids are like, oh my God, rock. Cool. I guess I'll have to educate myself. Speaking of Avril, have you seen like the viral clips going around about what like that song she wrote for Kelly Clarkson? Uh, yes. I Isn't love that so interesting? Breakaway? had a new song come out today. I also really like it. Today? And, yeah. Because oh, she's no. back. Because you know what's back? Alt grunge music. <laughs> <laughs> Me calling Avril grunge. Alt grunge. It's like, was she alt? I guess she was like... I think she was alt. Okay, I, I guess it's like, here's another promo for your other podcast. <laughs> but like, you probably have like... To me, it was like performative alt. But maybe she actually was alt. That was misogyny in my opinion. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. Because know what's alt... Like, if you're in this skateboard scene, just being a goddamn woman. You know what I mean? I'm you like, know what's even more alt? Phoebe Dobson. Okay? Yes, exactly. Trump's Thank you. Avril. Phoebe Although Dobson. Avril songs are actually And we don't want to so pit good. women against each oh, other that's here. True. You're right. You're right. But <laughs> you are on side note right now because people are like, literally people listening around the world are like, who's Phoebe Dobson? Because she's Canadian icon. We do that every oh recent episode on Fifi Dobson. Can I speak to the manager? Go subscribe. And that's the plug. Okay. Okay. Let's get sure. on to what did we learned this week. Okay. <laughs> oh, what did we learn this week? Everyone's like, explain more about Fifi Dobson, because that's what I'm learning this week. <laughs> if you don't know, yeah, she was just like a like kind of pop punk grunge singer in yeah. Canada. And also due to misogyny and racism, I don't mm-hmm. think got her dues because people were like, what? Like black girls can't do rock. Yeah. And she like, said she always got compared to Avril just because she was They like came a, out of the exact same time. Yeah. But but I actually think she was a little more grungy. Than she was Avril. more like it was yeah. a different genre. The, and the music was, was more like, like hate girls, to say like, it, Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> and like now you're dragging me through the mic because everyone loves Nirvana. But um, honestly, okay, here's the song. <laughs> take me away. Take me far away from here. I will run That's definitely not her most popular song, is it? Oh, that's like wild. I know that one, but I'm just trying to think of I'm just helping people like you know who might be like, oh that song. What are her other songs? Like Sometimes I feel at the madness, sometimes I don't. No, this is the famous one. Bye bye boyfriend. Yeah. Well, that's one of them. Bye oh, bye. Stuttering. How does that go? Yeah, I'm stuttering. That's when she got more popular. Every non-Canadian, sorry, but every Canadian is celebrating right now. We are celebrating Canadian heritage. True icon. Okay, what did we learn this week? Oh my god, is yours related to that at all? Mine's about turkey vultures. Okay, I'll go first. Mine is related to obviously. There's been a lot of news. <laughs> tone shift <laughs> about obviously hey guys hot take there's been news <laughs> the last two years a lot of news um okay like covid and and students and mental health a lot has come out about like okay students mental health or young people's mental health extremely impacted by yes. in a negative way by the pandemic um but a new study came out that found like some positive measurables on and an upside of covid for young people okay <laughs> and that is i actually made a video about this but um school start times have like an extreme impact on mm. i think we did a podcast on this too on young people's uh sleep patterns because teens naturally have a much later circadian rhythm so they're actually really sleep deprived and schools that start later see like improved grades behavioral issues go down substance abuse goes down and so this study found that uh teens in particular but all people not going to school are, are having like way more sleep than they huh. have for a long time so on average they're sleeping 75 minutes more because of they don't have to commute or like get the bus or drive to school or anything wow. like that. so they can sleep in and just wake up and then just hop on school that is so true yeah and so obviously mental health has suffered but they yeah. said like alcohol and caffeine consumption has gone down in teens yeah um and in general they could measure like the groups that the cohorts that they were comparing like this has had a positive impact on the students. That is so interesting. No, it's so fun when you realize that like teenagers aren't just like from euphoria. <laughs> like, I mean, like that shows insane. Yeah. Like I always think that's what teenagers are. I'm like, no, they're actually sleeping a lot more. They're definitely drinking less. Like the concept of 
me in university versus someone now in university like that's a very formative time for your brain development mm -hmm. i was absolutely obliterating it with alcohol because <laughs> of the social aspect that you can't do right now yeah like i oh, was going true. to the like, bar, like the being around people gave you like was yeah it was like the routine of like when start on wednesday thursday friday saturday going to bars where you binge drink like we now were so different you would even have like <laughs> a more contained party that would maybe lead to like less going to a bar and spending so much money getting wasted. Maybe I'm making yeah, this up, and, but it and, feels like it makes sense. And just being tired was ultimately what this, I, yeah. I, I think like when you are sleep deprived, you're, you make different kinds of choices and have different attitudes and alcohol might be an easier thing to turn to when you're not like, at, when you're not as restful. Like Gen Z's um, going to look snatched. Speaking of, What's the show called again? Euphoria. Thank you. I was oh, going to wow. say Nirvana. <laughs> um, similar thing. Uh, Euphoria. Every time I watch it, I'm just like, this can't be real, right? Like, or am I just like nerd alert? I'm a, such a nerd. I'm like, no. this definitely didn't okay. happen at my school. Gen Z, reach out. Is Euphoria real? Like, you'll actually know. But all I can say is this is an adult's depiction. Like, there's <laughs> no way. Well, people already make fun of it. Like, it's the trend, so intense. The trend on TikTok where it's like, walk in with your euphoria high school outfit and it's like people walk in normally and they come out and it'll be like a guy coming in with like the teeniest little black dress with like the whole side cut and like heels it's like oh yeah no one dresses like that at school but they actually dress like they're clubbing and they're 23 and it's like yeah. saturday and it's new year's they dress like it's new year's yeah. every day anyways it's not i think accurate Freaks at all me out. it's just an anxiety inducing show that is like weird honestly like i really enjoyed the first season and, and enjoyed the first episode of the new season but seeing like not that there's backlash but i feel like more now than ever there's been a big conversation around this show it kind of was a point of relief for me because i feel like the show yeah. is so intense that to hear people being like this is so unrealistic and also glorifying abuse it is women. i think the i couldn't help but in the first episode think it was glorifying abuse towards women yeah and glorifying and then hearing that said and it kind of like not that that doesn't happen to women but it was just like okay yeah this is like a fiction okay this is just a fun yeah. show to watch made by like game man. of thrones and know what else is a little suspect like his why did like, i choose game of thrones yeah well because <laughs> yeah, you always choose game of thrones. <laughs> no it's that like, show fucking sucked yeah sorry about that i'm glad i've tapped out after the red wedding um i was like nope don't trust anyone <laughs> Sam Levinson is like the director and the writer and the editor or whatever. And there's something suspect that the second it ends, it's like he he chooses. It's like director Sam Levinson, writer Sam Levinson, editor Sam Levinson. It's like he does all four. I'm like, okay, flat. Like you obviously work with other people like a little bit. Like, and I'm like, well, this is Sam Levinson's interpretation of high school. Do I really trust this like 40 year old man? You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, that's fair. If it was that written by fair. like, I don't know. A teen. Zendaya. <laughs> and she went to high school. Yeah. That's the other way I feel bad about it. I feel people are like kind of dragging her a little bit. And I'm like, she didn't write it. Like she's an actor. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I don't I didn't know people were drinking. Her. I think like because she put up posts that were like just like trigger warnings for this season, like it deals yeah. with really intense stuff, and so I think yeah. people naturally she can't comment. Control. She's just yeah. there to act. She's an actor, and I really do just enjoy the music and the way the camera moves and the like. Yeah, it's, way it's cool. that it's shot, but substance wise, it is like what the hell are you trying to say? Because mm -hmm. I don't so think it's intense and scary. Okay, speaking of side note, um, what did you learn this? Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of euphoria, ever heard of it? turkey vulture also known colloquially as a buzzard um if you're in north america the ones that we see okay so i is that what brody said one time oh like, yeah our buzzard. friend we were like, country, we're like crazy. there's a buzzard and we're like uh that's a turkey vulture. this is pre-greg being a birder and then we googled it and yeah it was one of the first things i learned about these gorgeous dinosaurs now when you're like this is a test if our friends listen to our podcast because if <laughs> no they don't i know they don't yeah no like everyone listening like you're like better to us than our friends <laughs> No, some of them do. No, okay. some of my friends message me. No, and I don't expect them to, and I wouldn't expect, like, my friend has a podcast. I would not be like, you know what I mean? Okay, here's want them the to test. If you're our actual friend, like, you know, it's in real life, message me <laughs> when you hear this. Okay. Oh um, I'll okay, shout so, you out next week. Yeah. <laughs> friends listening, reach out, or else, you know, this is a test. We're going to be cutting ties. <laughs> so I remember seeing turkey vultures this past summer even while i was birding looking for the warblers okay. it was spring and completely almost like throwing them aside like oh turkey vultures that doesn't even count as cool 
Really? We saw them on the side of the road when oh, we were driving. Oh, I know. I'm saying you yeah. don't think it's cool. No, so they're like dinosaurs. No, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> this is, I'm trying to like to now today explain to you. you what were I looking learned for to be like they're a so warbler. Cool. <laughs> well, okay. I guess it's like when I'm you start bird. No, it's 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 honestly like a weird birding thing where it's like because there's like only one turkey kind. vultures are like big they travel in packs right. like you actually see them like i'd seen a buzzard before i'd been birding yes so then you start to learn about these like warblers that are like mm. literally like pink and blue and they come and up tiny from, like, birds that you might not see or yeah. notice but the but yeah. also the turkey buzzards are also migrating from south so it's also when you see them in spring cool mm. like they mm-hmm. just got there you know what i mean anyways yeah. i'm never gonna look past one of these gorgeous birds that we're getting because they're so freaking cool and what I learned is that scientists are like really studying their stomachs because they eat carcasses, which is like, oh yeah, that's freaking rad. <laughs> like, of course, when I see a turkey vulture, I should be like, that's freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Like from high above there. Well, there's a lot of mm, controversial thing. Do they smell the carcass or do they oh, see how it? How do they know? See, in the past, they only thought they had to mm. see them, but then they realized the tests were flawed. And now they're like, no, they do have olfactory things that work with sight. They got to. Yeah. It seems so wild. It's like, even sharks have that. Yeah, there was in the past they would like cover carcasses and then leave oh. carcasses out and notice that they wouldn't go to the covered. But then they found out they were too close that so they were like, yeah, they're just choosing like being the fully open. covered and hid the smell as well. Yeah, no, they just were like, <laughs> we're more into that. But the smell uh, isn't strong. <clears throat> the smell helps them, and the eyes are the most important part. Okay. But they're eating these, you know, decaying animals. And for us, the reason we think that's gross is because that means disease. So there's like so many toxins that they can have in them, including right. anthrax. But they can eat botulism toxin, anthrax, like hantaviruses, these crazy things that would kill us. And then their poo is Unless sterile. they're injected in your face, botulism toxin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, they, that's true. As long as you put it in your skin, it's No, good. like you could still no, die it's, di- it's a different like, type of botulism. Like different, Botox. Different, different uh, dose. Literally different dose. <laughs> and literally just go listen to our episode about Botox because you'll learn a lot more there. Um, but... Yeah, their poo that they poo out after eating potentially anthrax is sterile. Whoa. And then it drips down their legs. They poo down their legs, not like plop, plop, I'm Hot. a bunny. <laughs> yeah, and it's because they're actually walking in the carcasses where the germs are. So their sterile leaking poo down their leg helps to combat the germs of any cuts that happen on their on leg. On their feet? Yeah, they have like such sterile Whoa. poo from eating. And it's like, what's going on in that stomach? We eat anthrax, we die. Yeah. So cool. Anyways, Very cool. Now when I see one this spring, I'm not going to look past. I'm going to be like, that's where my binocs are going. And that is a gorgeous, really intense looking dinosaur. Speaking of poo, this will be yeah. short. Um, like when we didn't have toilets and toilet paper. Is it, I, I don't know if this is the dumbest question I've ever asked. It's like, did, <laughs> did we not poo? No, I didn't. <laughs> did humans just like, like, do we need to wipe our butts? I know oh. we are now, and I'm I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying like, there's well, was there a time when leaves just like, bark like, but even. like, do like monkeys or apes wipe their butts, or it's just because I mean, they have so much fiber that they actually don't need to? That's very interesting. Like processed food, starting the process early through manufacturing food is definitely like maybe made our shit so much softer. <laughs> but like, we can't look at monkeys because it's just like sorry, they're like too far evolved past our common ancestors. Oh, no, but it's interesting that a thing that kind of anatomically resembles a human, yeah, very different in in mean like has like a little bum the same way we we do and poops. Yeah, but I think we should look at like archaeology and be like is there ever like a dead person who like did you are the bones hunched in a way that clearly he died shitting and he's holding a leaf or something (laughs) like is there a way to be like oh they wiped their butt because like there were germs and you don't want to eat the, that like, and, like rinse it in the lake yeah i think so i think they would have been bathing but it would have been obviously not toilet paper but i just picture like people in the medieval time and being so dirty in every absolute way i some well uh, that's when they had guardy loose and they'd throw it out the window it's yeah. like that's obviously not what hunter gatherers <laughs> were doing like they weren't taking their guardy poo and then being like and throwing it on the peasants okay. they were like just <laughs> shitting in a stream or something on that note i think we should move on yeah <laughs> Okay, let's take a little break, and then we're coming back for some resolutions. I love how, like stuck. a sponsor's on this content. Like a sponsor, <laughs> no, it's like, <laughs> but it's gonna be great. It is great. Yeah, already. No, That's no, what this it, podcast it, is all about. Our sponsors are open-minded. May you <laughs> go to the bathroom at your anus hole. And we gotta find a wow. sponsor like that, like the Lou Poo, whatever. Oh, yeah, what are those that's called? So tr- They're like know. silly lady potty lottie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This ad is brought to you by BetterHelp. Here at Side Note, you know we're obsessed with therapy and that's what BetterHelp is all about. Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? Can't pinpoint exactly what interferes with your happiness? Try BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, which means no more uncomfortable waiting rooms. It's so convenient you can start communicating with a licensed therapist in less than 48 hours. You can send a message to your counselor and Anytime. And what's even better is BetterHelp is available worldwide. If you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash side note. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash side note for 10% of your first month. This podcast is sponsored by our friends at Get Abstract. Here at Side Note, we need as much help as we can staying on the right track when it comes to business and that's why we love Get Abstract. Get Abstract finds, rates, and summarizes the top business books, articles, and video talks into 10-minute abstracts to help people make better decisions in business and in their private lives. They have over 22,000 plus text and audio summaries in areas such as leadership, finance, innovation, health, science, and more. You can try out books before you buy them so you know if it's a right fit for you and your goals, revisit classic tales, or discover hidden gems. Knowledge is power and Get Abstract is here to help. Get a free month of Get Abstract by visiting getab.li slash side note. That's getab.li slash side note. Study time. Study time. Study time. It's so hard to live with someone who's good at singing because I try and then you just come in with like the most gorgeous note. And I'm like, well, now I feel like a No, I just did the wrong note. Troll. I was trying to find a oh, new sh- I just did the wrong dissonant note. harmony and I actually... Wow, that was me trying so hard <laughs> by imitating you. That's actually really beautiful. Thank you. As I drink my drink. Um, okay, New Year's. God damn it, I hate it so much. Uh, you Sorry. hate the whole year or just like oh the my beer? No, I hate years. <laughs> life, hon. I hate years. All a big bore. No, New Year's Eve, I have serious anxiety and like trauma around like constant thing I bring up in therapy like me and Mitch go to couples therapists and it's like three months before I'm like so New Year's is coming so maybe we want to talk about how I'm going to cope with okay it's actually a thing yeah he's not exaggerating we I, have to mentally prepare for Greg around New Year's because I think you put a lot of pressure it's or you so much pressure in the past had a lot of pressure I think I care so much about life and time and for some reason like Christmas, I'm like, well, I don't even like know what Jesus story is. Like, I don't even get why this is all about. <laughs> That's Easter, not why, even, like, people... Easter, I'm like, oh, you eat pancakes and there's palms. They're like, no, he died. I'm like, he died. <laughs> why are we celebrating? Clear, like, no, <laughs> I'm not like building up Christmas because I'm like, and it's Jesus's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just mean like for me, like the most intense ho- holiday is literally. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I have the most. It's the most intense holiday to me, and it means the most. I think you also have 
a lot of friends and a lot of connections. And so sometimes like the party aspect of New Year's can feel like it's hard to juggle all these different groups who don't necessarily know each other. Some live in different cities. Some live in different like bubbles for you. But that's that, because I'm panicking because I'm putting so much pressure on it. It's like, you don't want to be with all your friends. But if I, I'm like, if I'm not, then that <laughs> means that this year's yeah. going to fail. Yeah, you're crazy. Like I mean, I'm crazy about it. Anyway, so if anyone's asking... And I say that with love because I'm crazy. Two New Year's because it's like, so part of my research is about expectation. So it's like, eighty-three percent of people in a really large study felt let down by New Year's. Eighty-three. Eighty-three percent. They did it after one specific year. They just like asked a bunch of people, and there was like they just had to like answer questions. And I was like, one of them was right. Were you let down? And they chose that <laughs> over others, but that's still like a lot. For like what is supposed to be a celebration. So I just want to be like, I'm not crazy. Like there's something going on here. And part of it, because he was trying too hard, which is just also another funny study when they made people listen to music and told them to be happy. At the end, they reported (laughs) as being less happy than the people who they were just like, listen to this music. Uh, And they just got to like, enjoy it. It's like when when you think you're supposed to enjoy something, it's harder to enjoy it. Exactly. And the expectation and the trying too hard. Ain't that the truth. Yeah. And there's optimism bias, which is that we assume things are going to be better than they are. It's like, newlywed couples are all like, we're not going to get divorced, but they all know that like half of them are. So it's like, but they don't actually, you don't ever think you're the one that's going to get divorced. So you don't ever think you're like, oh, I'm getting ready for my awful New Year's. And so you're thinking it's so good. So like whenever like a little thing, like someone drops a wine glass, I'm like, oh, it's all going down. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and like, well, this is your turn. Like yeah, it's just like, the, the stakes like, are higher than high and you, you're like, it has to be so fun. Like black eyed peas. I got a feeling better be playing at midnight while I kiss the hardest person. Me? <laughs> You. No, um, that's not, another one that kiss. Well, I was my friend Shanaz. It was like, like, because I had so much pressure about New Year's when I was even like in grade like 11. It was my first oh my New Year's God. away from my family. I grabbed her. I was like, we're kissing every New Year's from now on. <laughs> and I like made out with her on New Year's. And then every New Year's, it was really cute. She'd like, we'd always be together. And she'd be like, we kiss, we kiss, we kiss. And I remember it was like five years ago. I think you were even like, could it be me? But I was like, no, me and Shanaz have our thing. <laughs> I'm just like alone in the corner. And she chose year. James my Haley. tradition is... Oh, she cho- sorry. I yell a name like that. I bleep oh, yeah. that out. Oh, God, sorry, bleep that out. She chose. I'm like, so she chose her boyfriend, and at midnight, I looked at her and I was like, "Who chose him?" And it like ruined my ears. Sorry, continue. It is you now. <laughs> what do you mean continue? You've just been on a. <laughs> wow, I think I'm like gripping my like literal wine glass. I'm like, tension. I got my point across. I'm so scared of New Year's. So on top of that, though, I want to like, okay, the New Year's come. Is there this element for you? Because we want to talk about resolutions. Do you make them? Have you made them? And do you think that's at all a pressure for you? Like going into a New Year's got to start, right? Or is yes. It, or is New Year's <laughs> Eve really the end of the year to you? Oh, God. New Year's Eve is the freaking end. And the next morning is the beginning. And I'm making resolutions all week. Freaking out about that. Really? Yeah. But not this year, weirdly. But the last five, I have the doc here. They're all in there. I'm actually. Are you pointing at your iPad? Yeah, I'm just like, like it's on the. I do. You do you not? You do too. You make resolutions. I did last year. I don't Maybe know if don't. I wrote them down. Like I, I just like think of them in my head, but I don't usually write them down. But there maybe have been a couple of years when I was like, I should make a resolutions folder. See, that's also why I'm just crazy. I'm like, I assume everyone does. And I'm like, you did it with me. And it's like, no, you didn't. I'm just like <laughs> so crazy about this. Yeah, I have them saved in a doc. So here's a little fact. <laughs> Look. 2018, 2019, 2020, oh, wow. 2020. No, I think that's yeah. cool though. Actually, my dad taught me that and and said it was like one of the most effective things he would do is every year he would just like make a lesson. I don't know if it had to be big resolutions, but for some reason I haven't gotten like done that yet because I, you know, here's what happens to me. I think this is called anxiety. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I'll, okay. Oh my God, this is so stupid. I have like a nice folder or what do you call like a moleskin or whatever but it's not moleskin because it's like is that from an animal oh god i hope moleskins aren't made of moleskin (laughs) like that's what i thought maybe not but i was like mine's mine's cardboard (laughs) anyway like i i sometimes like want my different um what do you call those notepads um to be four different things and like this is like the issue with being like like wanting it to be perfect and I want to like lay them out and I don't want to write too many of the things. Like I have a hard time with like <laughs> if certain notebooks get messy, like in my resolutions notebook, I don't want to <laughs> write my to-do list because it's like I want 
I want a notebook that's just like simplified to go through uh. and beautiful and nice. But then this <laughs> expectation gets too high and then oh I kind God. of forget it. And the whole year I have a notebook literally yeah. I'm looking at right now. Uh, yeah, the pink one. I gave it to you for No, Christmas. no, 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 not that one. The, the one, one underneath one? it because it was engraved with my Shinola. name. Shinola. Yeah. And so I was like, this has to be a really special notepad. I can't just put, <laughs> I can't just put to-do Any list. old thought in here. No, I do to-do list in like a crappy notepad because I'm like. so funny because like to-do doesn't matter enough. Because it's just like <laughs> crap. It's like. Like, might as well just whatever. Say, oh like, my God. Go you, need on a, a walk. you need to psychologically place more value on those to dos. Like, that's well, so, so then I have this like grand idea that I'll have one place where all of my resolutions can go because my dad had this. That's what inspired me. He has like a binder, which is probably smarter because you can take things in and out of a binder. Oh my God. I've never realized that. <laughs> that's when my dad uses binders because they're modular. So I never want to write in that one because I want it to like be pristine and just like nice wow. things. And I have a lot of notebooks like this where I'm like, this is my to-do one. This is my work one. This is my therapy one. And then I just never use them okay. because I get confused. This is what I do to mix my to-do one to my resolution one. The first page of your to-do list book for the year, which for me has like actually dates in it. The first title page you open is your 10 resolutions right now. For every year you get a new one? Every year I have a notebook. That but what if you don't finish the notebook? See, then I'm like, I don't want to waste. No, you need you, that something. one that you have. It's a calendar notebook. So your to-do list goes on the day because oh, you're going through as see, a calendar. Okay, well, you got into like, what is this called? A journaling? What is it called? It's truly just a journal. No, a calendar. Uh, uh, it's become a really big trend on the internet. Bullet journaling? Bullet That's journaling. not bullet journaling. No, it's but just a thing. It, that it's structured so you don't have to bullet journal. Like, oh, those okay. are kind of like mixtures of calendars and then it's like your to-do list and then uh, like at the beginning of every month you make your goals for the month. Like that's uh, kind of bullet journaling without you having to do it on your own. Okay, well then I have a like pre-made that, bullet journal and I love same it. Same problem. What? It gave me too much anxiety because oh. I was like, I got to do the bullet journal, right? And it's like, I missed I missed a week oh and now it's just God. like an empty week in this folder. <laughs> you in just this... keep going. Yeah, then I'm like, <laughs> that's psychotic. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, you're, okay let's talk wow. about some science because I'm crazy right now. What? Did no, you it is interesting. It's all based on how people store their resolutions, which is important. And I just want to say in my 2018 resolution thing stored on my phone, one of them says have a podcast. Oh, does it? Yeah. So there you go. That one worked. Okay. Wow. That's full circle moment. Okay. So um, you, I was just going to say a yeah. little stat. So it says 50% of Americans make resolutions. So oh, people, wow. Hundreds of millions. That's a perhaps. lot. Um, and some of the common ones are obviously to eat better, exercise more, get organized, spend less money. Some people do like dry January. Um, but a lot of research does suggest that resolutions don't stick. So it's not necessarily hmm. that they don't work, but it's like obviously for a lot of people make them at the beginning of the year. By the end of the year, you're like, Bleh. Goodbye. That's gone. I haven't thought hmm, of that in like yeah. seven months or something like that, um, which I think happens to me a lot. I've made resolutions and then I panic at the end of the year because I'm like, oh, my God, that's so much anxiety that I like <laughs> did that list. that I did. It's like a to do list that you realize last minute that you haven't done. Well, OK, this is and there's no time to do it. Well, we're getting more into like helping people do their resolutions. Like, oh, my God. Is that like an that's a movie? It's a James Bond movie. No time to do. No time to do. <laughs> That's stupid. No, James Bond movie, no time to do. I've got no time to do. And it's just about an unfinished to-do list. <laughs> it's just you walking around freaking out, throwing moleskins all over the room. Um, like it's important to make resolutions that are easy to execute. Like in doing the sort of okay, first of all, it's hard to do really hard science about New Year's resolutions and stuff because it's all very linked to psychology and social science that when you read the study sometimes you're like okay this is like <laughs> yeah, a stretch like, <laughs> but it's like one thing that they have hinted at is that you need to really figure out how to make whatever the thing that you're trying to do which is likely something you're making a resolution for because you don't want to fun and part and like you have to like figure out how to mix it with like only you're like kind of stealing all my stuff oh really <laughs> no, no well let me just explain you can explain it I'm better. panicking because i'm like i'm not gonna have anything to say no no i'm like that's i've always found that interesting like that habit mm -hmm. atomic habits like super popular yeah. book again it's not quite science but a lot he used a lot of research to say right you have to mix things and like it works for me like i want to paint more which is a very rare like jargony resolution mm -hmm. and the only way i can do it is using a specific tactic about habits which is that i can only listen to the fun podcast i want to while painting right and i really love painting and then all of a sudden the podcast is off i'm listening to music and i'm painting right. but to get myself to do it 
I have to have like control where I can't listen to my enjoyable podcasts unless I'm painting. Because I think in the book he calls it habit stacking. Yeah, right? ha yeah, habit stacking. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, finding yeah a thing to do so that. Yeah, I started doing like watching shows at the gym. Like I'm not allowed. Yeah. Like I mean, I always break this rule, but there are times when I'm like, okay, I will only go on a treadmill or a uh, elliptical. Wa I can't watch like Drag Race or something mm -hmm. until I'm like there. So I save it, and then it's yeah. Then you get in that you create like a strong habit of enjoying that other activity that you hopefully can do it on its own eventually. And it's also easier to feel good about resolutions if they're things that you can accomplish and start to accomplish and feel good about yourself and make you want to do more. Like the word resolution is interesting to me because it means resolve, which means like, what is the thing you're doing that is bad that you want to fix? Whereas my resolutions are never about that. They're always like, like start a podcast. So mm. it's like, you can actually do that right. and it can be done. Whereas like, I think it is a lot harder for me if it was like, I don't know, like stop like smoking weed. Like that's a resolution, right? You're resolving something more. I would not be, I just would be like, I'd give up on that for a month. I've never like, I'm or, like, stop like tripping drinking. out over being like resolve. Resolve, oh right? God. Like don't you, you don't think it's more linked? You know I know, but then to, I was uh, like, well, what does resolve mean? Yeah, literally <laughs> probably that. That's interesting. <laughs> right? Is that like what I resolve? resolve. Like to resolve something is yeah. to, but re often means like another time. To redo, yeah. That's interesting. To do. We're not to do. Oh, no, no time, time to, to do. do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> We'll explain more ways to ha to make it easier. Okay, yeah. I'll talk a little bit about like some more of the psychological science behind it. Again, I mean, psychology can get some flack because it's 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 actually in some ways it's not a harder science. It's a softer science, but in that sense, make it, it makes harder. it harder yeah. because you don't have these same like controllable variables that are you're not just like controlling so... particles in like quantum physics yeah. and being like, well, this is actually how it's like, it's, like exploding. Yeah, or being light. able to just like look at a chemical yeah. and understand what happens. Like there's yeah. so many variables and confounding variables with humans. And humans are so complicated. Yeah. Um, okay. I have like five things that can help people in terms okay. of like, uh, keeping resolutions or making them stick or just ways to think about if you have goals, I guess is ultimately what it comes down to. Yeah. How goals. to stick to your goals. So goals. the first one's kind of weird. Um, but it was like when you give advice to other people, it actually helps you more than if you get advice. So in these studies, they realized huh. that people who got advice from experts on how to like, stick to their resolutions or in this case of the study they were comparing it to like unemployed people who were told by experts how to get jobs were not as successful at getting jobs as if an unemployed person gave their advice to other people huh so if you're unemployed and you're like helping somebody else talk about like what's the best way to look for a job or get a job it like reflects back onto you that advice and then you're more likely i think to like instill that advice hmm. so they were like, yeah, when whether you're talking about like a type of resolution, getting more fit, then maybe you might, if you're giving advice to other people, it's like helping you reinforce what you need to do in your own life. Wow. That's so, that's a thing I learned in teacher's college. Like you actually, to learn something, you kind of have to teach it. Mm -hmm. So when you're a first year teacher, they're like, you should go out with your friends and try and teach them the <laughs> lesson you're going to teach on the Monday, because that's the only way you're going to actually know how to like know it enough to teach kids. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh yeah, you. Because you don't know things until you teach them. It's also yeah. a studying tool. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like, if you can tactic. like study with friends and teach and try and them, teach like them. take turns like explaining yeah. things. Which I would do with other. my friends in university all the time because they weren't in science. They'd be like, can I just teach you this? And they'd always be like appreciative. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Makes you have to like really distill what the problem is for yourself. So there. the resolution you want, learn how to Yeah, don't be afraid. I think a lot of people to. get really yeah. insecure about being like, well, I'm not good at that yet. Yeah. Like, so a lot of friends, like I could talk to my friend about like my fitness journey, but I do often get insecure and be like, well, who am I to talk about what you should do? Cause I like have never been into fitness. I don't know that much. And yeah. So recently I started like, be like teaching these are the things I've learned or yeah. Or even yeah. just being like, well, here's like a talking about habits about how to get like talking about putting a show on at the gym probably has reinforced my idea of like, Oh, I need to do that more. Yeah. I really need to hook myself. Putting up. a what on at the gym? A show on. At oh, the gym. a TV show. Gotcha. Right. And like yeah. recommending that to <laughs> no, you meant putting on a show. Like, like, look at me to lift that away, boy. Why did that? Is that song just really popular? I immediately went to hello. My very weird. Hello. My, like, is that the That's universal? We spend all our time together. No, I Mitch, think, it's because we spend all no, time together. No, 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 no. It is. Cause I, I do that. Sing that song. Listeners, viewers, 
Is this not like a universal putting on a show of someone's just, I, I think it is. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. Hello, Hello my rectum girl. girl. Like, I don't. I think people do that when they're like throwing because it's like so. Okay. <laughs> you don't think so? I just think a lot of people. Okay. So. Another little side note fact is Greg steals things from other people when he doesn't realize it sometimes. What do you mean? Like <laughs> Remember that? one time you were like, I invented that phrase. And I was like, I swear to God, my friend said that like a long time ago you used to always it was say, eric and i was like I, I did invent it what no, was it both of them it was it was um <laughs> so who do you like yeah okay when there's Greg a didn't... pause when there's a pause <laughs> you did not yes i did but there was i just started to do this i remember doing it at camp when there was an no, awkward pause <laughs> between a conversation with someone else and it's awkward you just go so who do you like and oh it's just like God. funny and then people will maybe tell it, you though. like it must have been from I'm a tv saying, show or something sometimes eric might have done the same thing i did at the same time no. randomly <laughs> anyway we'll revisit Continue. that but we're okay another tip this is a heavy side note episode <laughs> um another tip numbers and specificity help so like you said just saying you're gonna do something broadly like i'm gonna yeah. paint more is one thing but saying i'm gonna paint at least once a week is like a way more specific yeah. thing with a number at least two oh, times a week so um and so that's why <laughs> interestingly one of the biggest pieces of evidence for this was a marketing tactic which okay. was walk ten thousand steps a day that was right? a marketing tactic? And nothing, it's not based in like really science at all. It was huh. just like a really easy number to remember. Yes. Obviously, like it's a it's a good help. And it's like gotta get my steps. Getting you moving. And then and if you get nine thousand steps, you're probably like, well, yeah. I might as well just like go around the block a couple times yeah. and get my ten thousand. Um and so instead of saying, I'm I'm gonna walk more this year, it's like actually give it a description, more specific, and huh. a number can help you to remember it, I think. That's like the resolutions I always am able to do is like start a podcast. The ones I can never do are those number ones. It's like only eat weed twice a week. <laughs> and then it's like, that's the one to come Feb. I'm like, well, three days isn't a big deal. And then just, you know what I mean? Those are Fair. the hard ones for but me. But that's harder when you're like trying to do less of something. Le yeah. Resolve. Well, resolve. It's hard either way. So one study, other study they actually did on this is 10 million marathon runners. So apparently it's very common um, for Ten, okay. like they studied 10 million marathon runners. Okay, wow. And it's a really common thing to want to get under four hours in a marathon, I guess. Okay. Like that's a number that everyone wants to beat. And so way more people end up finishing three hours and 59 minutes than four hours and one minute. Because you have like a metric to base yourself by and you push yourself to No, get so to more people do four hours and one over three hours. No. Opposite. You want what? less time in a marathon. Oh, less. Okay, yeah. Right? Sorry, like you want to like sorry. beat four hours. I see. So like I was thinking like, of it, but the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Like, 359 <laughs> yeah, because like, they're like, oh, I want it to beat four hours. I literally was like, Mitch, I get what you're saying, but the people want the three, the, the 401, the 401k. And you're just like, no, you're getting it. I'm like fully wrong. Okay, yeah. Okay, that makes total sense. That's interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So okay. what does that have to do with resolutions? Because you want to be specific and use numbers. Oh, so the number. And that it's like a very specific goal. If you yeah. say, I want to get good enough to get to the four hour marathon mark, then you're going to like actually know what your goal is. Yeah. And you're, it's going to reinforce when you're practicing and you're like, I'm not there. I have to keep practicing. I have to keep training and all that. Oh, that's Versus so just, true. I'm going to run more. I'm going to run a marathon. You might, it might be harder yeah. to like, I always end up running your... like 501k, like 601k. <laughs> exactly. I'm never like, yeah. Cause I'm always like, when I get to like five close to the end I'm, like, well, yeah, yeah, well, like, I'm not gonna do 4.9 <laughs> then when someone asks I'm like oh 6k actually oh how much oh, yeah you are uh, the king of exaggeration so, yeah so I was like if I ran 6k it means that day I actually only ran 5 like I actually sometimes no this is you all you should me. take 25% off everything I do said. every number Greg gives me I take 25% yeah, off for sure like that is fully how you're gonna get accurate information on me. like on everything um, I buy a plant it's 5.99 you're asking how much it was I'm like oh my god weirdly 4.99 <laughs> Such a good price. <laughs> I know. And I'll be like, no, I actually just wanted the answer. Like, I, you don't need to. You always want to, like, impress with numbers. Um, if you have science, I have a few more tips, but you could feel free to interject. We could, like, talk to on something else for a minute. No, keep going. Okay. Next is something called the middle problem. So, obviously, when you start a resolution or any goal, you have a lot of motivation. 
studies have even shown yeah. like when you're near the end of a goal you yeah. can see it inside you have a lot of motivation, motivation but the middle is obviously like yeah. a lull for most people <laughs> yeah. um they've done studies where people literally ha 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 cut corners and that when they get them to cut shapes over and over on the first one they're always really precise and then as time goes on when they're in the middle they're actually like cutting it worse and then near the end they come when they ask them to cut shapes that's yeah so like they cut a i don't know if it was a circle or whatever see that's when you're like this science this psychology science isn't hard because it's like such a leap but it's still <laughs> such an interesting thing humans do and you can relate it yeah head. they definitely yeah. designed that study they're like we really we need did to it. say cut we, corners yeah, here this yeah. is gonna be so good if they so cut corners new scientists gonna have the best headline and we can link it to new year's they're We're like, gonna have so many clicks <laughs> square or octagon <laughs> do you get it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um okay <laughs> so anyway <laughs> the way you looked at me do you get it i was like, oh, I was like oh, is that a stupid stupid joke okay i'm not funny um okay yes, so <laughs> use frequent landmarks. my voice cracking use landmarks okay <laughs> We kind of touched on this in our last podcast, but having a landmarks gives you points of re-entry to be, feel like you're at the beginning again, okay. to have that motivation from starting. Yeah. So a lot in of people middle. say like hmm. um, often make resolutions of the new year. So you might have a yearly financial goal. Why not have a monthly? Because then you yeah. check in every month. If you're trying to save a certain amount in a year, give yourself your monthly goal. So that end of the month ends up feeling like the end of the year every month. And then you're yeah. doing more. Any landmarks. Squares better. Even birthdays are great landmarks yeah. or beginning of school, summer season like weeks obviously like anything that can rep repeat something can make you feel like you're at the beginning is that going to give you that beginning motivation push yeah because you're like oh okay i fine i fucked up the last one the last week was a bit of a write-off i can restart this week fresh and that's i think how people feel it's, at the beginning of a week but it's also so weird because we're just so freaking weird like humans are such weird animals and it's like Honestly, we're also just like our brains have biases for the present and it's really hard to yeah. work towards goals of the future because we're animals. But weirdly, we've built a society where you have to work towards goals in the future. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's hard, though, because I'm a freaking animal that just wants like what's right now. It's which like is the chains of capitalism. Right. Yeah. It like, is like weirdly we're all told that we I mean, but at the same time, you could argue, but like human greatness obviously comes from people like yeah, looking to true. the future like, like vaccines what makes <laughs> those people are looking to the future <laughs> <laughs> what makes like humans pretty unique from yes, other animals yes, is that we like, at, think about the future at all people who are really so good at new year's nature. resolutions are pushing the world forward that's for sure <laughs> exactly. they have tapped into how to not go into that primal yeah definitely homo the, sapien brain of what's right now and we're like made the first vaccine was like yeah i, I had resolutions yeah, i got <laughs> resolutions and one of them was make a freaking vaccine and i freaking did it so check off on that one. But I do go back and forth with being like, I don't want to like over feel like the idea of having to accomplish and that your worth comes from your productivity is obviously yeah. like really toxic. Which is so also one of the studies I found about why this is also toxic and like is like so much of it is based in this like capitalist ideology that I totally fall into about productivity. It's like, why the fuck are all of my New Year's resolutions like, write more, yeah, like, made, more like make stuff. my money. Yeah. But it's like, it should be like, help you, others in need. Like, who do you picture when you put that voice on? I don't know. I don't know. At this moment, I was like, I was like, literally like Conan O'Brien. Like, as you came to my mind, like, you saw, I was like, hey, but that was, anyways. But seriously, it's like, those, it's just an annoying voice. Sorry, Conan O'Brien. Like, <laughs> Why would my New Year's resolutions not be like volunteer? Like they're yeah. always so. I think some people's could be. I know, and I think that like that's what I want. I wish my like I look back right. on mine where they it's were so just easy so... though to make them self centered. Yeah. So but then, you... sorry, go. Like, don't you feel like a lot of people are yeah. like it's about themselves doing something that's like. I mean that that's fair. I think obviously there's a point at which it's a new year for you, and you are thinking about like how do I um, focus on myself, but. It is interesting that, like, yeah, like we know to make yourself happy is, is to help others. 100%. Like to focus on yourself, you actually have to focus that on others. That is really beautiful, Greg. You are pure soul. I know you. Wait, want are you kidding? You I'm literally talking about how I don't do that. I'm like, read 15 books and then make sure every chapter has a summary. Then you write the book and then you make a TikTok of it, and then then you make money off sponsor. <laughs> like that's like what mine are. Mine. Are, I'm trying to say like it's a weird, like almost like moral thing that happens. Mm. That I'm curious why we don't want what to do more. Is that gap? This okay. Is just gonna be a little side note. What is that gap of knowing something? Something is better for you, but not doing it. So that's like, the New Year's resolution thing. It's easier to not give to others. It's easier to sit at home and fucking watch Instagram on your phone because of mm -hmm. dopamine. It's like this very similar thing. It's like, 
how do you get past that part of your brain with the tips that you've even brought mm-hmm. out to do things that require more time and goals in the future? It's just weird though, because as animals were designed, like you're, you're almost competing against biology. That's also mm-hmm. been hijacked by megalomaniacs in Silicon Valley with your, but it's phone. just interest. Yeah. The phone's a whole other game, but I mean like even, even exercise, like I think pretty unanimously, maybe not unanimously, but most people say after they exercise, they're really happy. They did. They feel amazing. Like, You'd think that evolutionarily that would be the desire then if this thing oh, makes yeah. me feel good. If even like playing music, I like to write music, but I it's so hard for me to start doing it. That's what I, I do feel really good. Like, why isn't that? I mean, actually, my next I, point is like actually part of that. Okay, don't do that. Do that. Do that. Because I was say what you're going to say. No, mine, no, go. Mine was literally just my opinion, which is like founded in nothing. Well, okay. So I think a lot of this, this other tip is like fun seeking. Obviously, like enjoying something in the moment is so important. So I think with like music as an example, it's like, can you make it so you're not holding off on a pleasure in the future? So if your goal is just about like feeling good at some point. What in do you the mean future, music, for example? Oh, sorry. I didn't really explain that. But for me, it's like making sure that I, what are the things that I enjoy most about like making music? Oh, you're talking so about you trying to make music as yeah, a Yeah, sorry. I meant like for myself. Okay, like, okay. No, that's sorry. something I like want to do. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's the same thing. People who listen to audiobooks at the gym are more likely to exercise more, like studies mm-hmm. have shown. So it's like, because they are enjoying the moment, instead of people saying, I'm going to exercise because I'll feel good when I'm fit. Oh, gotcha. You know what I mean? So It's better to make the activity actually the fun Yeah, like how after. do you restructure the mm. activity or the way you think about it or what you mm. do in it so that it self is actually enjoyable and that's like you know to get dopamine philosophers and yogis and stuff would say like meditation isn't supposed to be about making your future self better like it is in the thing in itself like you're you enjoy this it's not like so that Mm. you can be peaceful in the future and yeah it's like you need to be enjoying thing you're doing not like i think for me my issue with that is i'm like i'm such a to-do list person and i do a lot of things today because i'm like psycho getting it done and I'm actually anticipating the feeling of how good it is to get it done. Mm. It's like, no, you need to start being excited to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to make my to-do list, but we, not to-do, to-enjoy to, list. Yeah. My to-enjoy to list. <laughs> you will work. enjoy washing those dishes by listening to Demi Lovato. Yeah. And then you'll be like, I love washing dishes. And listening to <laughs> Cool for the Summer. I can only listen to Cool for the Summer by Diamond Nevada, which is a hilariously amazing song if I'm washing dishes. Then I'm like, I can't wait to wash my dishes because then I get to listen to Cool for the Summer. Oh my God. Go fuck your mother. <laughs> That's the best thing. <laughs> <meme. laughs> uh, but it makes sense. And I think that's what I, I, I get stuck on is that gap where I'm like, okay. Because the only resolution I made this year to myself was that I will prioritize making music more. Okay. But that's still not that specific. It's I still am like <laughs> workshopping it because I just saying more is like, well, what's more? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, but you're like, but I can't do a number. Because that's pressure. Because that's too much pressure. But I could do a, a, a very manageable number. <laughs> like it's like you exactly. have to like yeah yeah that's you're so negotiating with yourself. But I I have that gap of knowing I like making music. But then for some reason, I have a hard time doing it. Yeah. I honestly, like last night, like I love, love to paint. Like mm-hmm. it's actually psycho. Like any other activity, I'm like, oh my God, it's taking forever. I sometimes will start painting and I'll like scream. I'll like look on my phone. I'll be like, okay, I probably painting for 15 minutes. And I'll be like <laughs> two and a half hours later, I'll have like missed a meeting. Like I'll be like, oh my God, like. It's such a compelling, weird thing for my you brain. See the canvas as a stick figure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, what do you think? Two and a half. <laughs> Two and a half. No, it's like, it's like the most. I don't have to spray. Like as an act, it's a very absurd yeah. thing to be doing. Like painting a painting, it just does something really interesting with my brain that like speeds up time. Which in a way that I'm like, I am obviously enjoying myself once I'm doing it. But mm-hmm. it's like literally I was sitting on the couch downstairs like staring at everything set up and I was like fuck that like that <laughs> stupid thing that I said I do at eight now it's eight. Oh, I feel pain right, stupid yeah, yeah. pain like are you foot and then I go and I like pick up the brush and I'm just like and then it ends and I'm like skipping around and I'm like why the hell was that the I hardest know. thing to do isn't that weird yeah no it's so weird like it's just a mind thing that we can tell you all these studies about but it is just like everyone has to figure this out for themselves i I think in especially with you know passions i think there's a element of 
like guilt and that it's not productive like to your life hmm. it's productive to you like as an individual yeah. but it is like when you paint you're not it's not your career it's probably easier for someone whose career it is to paint because they're like well i make money off this so it's justified yeah. that it's like worth something so that's the thing our new year's resolutions have to get away from this yeah the psycho economic of, career thing mm-hmm. okay so this is the thing i was i was thinking about how i wish more than me personally but I assume other people because you were also like, Greg, that's so sweet. But like <laughs> made our New Year's resolutions more about helping and giving yeah. to other people. And so they said the tip for that, which is this was interesting. It's like you need to figure out someone who's going to hold you actually accountable for doing good to others. Okay. So they're like, that's like, yeah. this is a really weird yeah. study. Again, it probably it's like takes, hard. It's harder to like do it. Yeah. Actually, I don't want to explain how the study works because it's actually <laughs> like, what? Like, can you say this? But it's still interesting to think about it and use it if it works for you. Mm-hmm. If you have someone holding you accountable to do it and even inspiring you, doing it with you, volunteering, you and your friend go, we're going to do this year. Soup kitchen on Tuesdays, baby. Like, and then you're getting inspired by being there, seeing mm-hmm. them. That's great. But they said there's this weird other end where if you see that people are giving back too much around you you start to go oh it's covered no worries and you don't do it you Wait, don't help others because you're, you're like, like oh they've all got yeah like they said that like <laughs> they noticed like it was a weird way to explain it but they were almost like they notice people who start to volunteer start to feel so good about how everyone around them's like got it covered uh, and then they tap out more easily by being like but they've got it like you have right. to figure out how to hold yourself accountable yes. while not realizing like getting too inspired by everyone like no oh, i don't even need me like having a kind and of then a kind of being like everything's good i can go back to my life because glasses. I, yeah which i thought was really weird but interesting if you're trying to make a new year's resolution about helping other people yeah i mean well that's like get there when you get there okay like i gotta get to the soup kitchen first (laughs) like don't tell me like i it's just like yeah no i I think like just showing up is at least a very good way to start yeah and i feel like a lot of people push that off like my parents were always really good at volunteering their whole lives but now they're retired like my dad my dad volunteers a lot and sometimes i almost i'm like oh it's like what i'll do when i'm retired right but that's like why not yeah like my parents don't they volunteered also when they were and it's like yeah why not if why if you'll do it yeah. then why not now yeah maybe i would and know what i shouldn't do film a stupid tiktok <laughs> you know what i mean it's like oh actually i don't have that hour free because i gotta film a tiktok it's like yeah the hell and it's actually not even filming them it's actually watching them yeah you know what i mean you're like, right it's just sitting on my phone on my fucking the amount phone. of hours oh it's just so sad and, and it all ends up back at tiktok <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all I had. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't. Okay, and I didn't do any this year. I think you know I'm obsessed with them. I obviously I've loved these New Years in the pandemic. All the expectation, all the optimism bias is gone because you know what I'm thinking. This New Year's is gonna fucking suck. And I end up having so much fun with you. Do you know what I mean? It's like all the pressures I from the past have been taken away because we've been literally locked down. But one thing this year is I was like I'm not making any resolutions because. I really want to have a better understanding of like where my life's going to be yeah. from a literal socio-political mm-hmm. like pandemic place that I was like, like I don't know. Existential place. Yeah. Too. I was like, I don't think I have it in me. To- also, I could, if I know, I think I just need to buy some more time to understand where things are at with this pandemic. Fascinating things. <laughs> we have a new video coming out all about what's going on. If you want to know, very interested, find it fascinating. I'm going to wait until I have more understand what I even could do because it's like, yeah. Some of it might involve actually like being around people. You know what I mean? Actually, most yeah. of them do. Or so, not at all. Yeah. Or yeah. So I, <laughs> I haven't made any this year. So it kind of was like a boring answer to like, because I would have read you them or something, but I didn't. If you it. had to make one now, what would it be? Well, I would want to say like, oh, fuck. It's so crazy because it literally is like, it's like, I was like, I want to say volunteering every day. <laughs> <laughs> But then I did this crazy thing where I was like, but it's a pandemic, so can't do that. It was like, no, actually, people do. It's like wearing a mask and helping people. Yeah, it's, it's like, called, actually, they're the, called frontline work. Like, probably like the best time to be doing that. And like, yeah, it's called being a frontline worker. I'm like, I'm helping by not leaving my house. Don't want to make sure I give it to anyone. But then I immediately went to like productivity and was like panicked and started to think. The one thing I've been doing is 15, read 15 books a year. And that's, oh, that's been good. That's, oh, that's a good great. number. Yeah, it's great. And so I was like, obviously that one again, I was like maybe up to 17 because I've been like upping. Okay. That's an easy one. But then it's I, more is better, right? But like then, I, and I probably would have panicked and read way more this week. 
But no, I haven't made them. I don't know. It's a hard thing for me. It means too much that I'm panicking. I haven't made them. I think that happens to a lot of people. And I think that's a really nice thing to remember is that we're in a pandemic. And like, it's totally okay if you don't have resolutions yeah. right now because everything is really <laughs> is uncertain and unstable. It's not the time for me to resolve anything. I'm like, honey, just get through it. Yeah. Just live. And, and it has taught us you just have to live it instead live of it. thinking about the future all the time. Just gotta live it. Know what you shouldn't think about right now? the future <laughs> i'm kidding you should think about the future actually no you shouldn't okay should okay yeah no what on that <laughs> that's note, literally what our video on asap science is coming out about so go watch it about the future of this pandemic yeah i guess age. by the time this comes out it might be out yeah yeah hopefully at some point oh my god it's giving us anxiety but anyway well thanks for listening thanks for watching we'll happy see new year happy new year and noah i wish could start playing right now but copyright is mariah carey remix of old lang syne one of the oh, best well, new year songs of all time. Okay. It's like, save it for 2023. <laughs> so sad. Okay. Goodbye. Oh, Bye. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.